Welcome back to So You Wanna, a show for writers by writers. If this is your first time listening, So You Wanna is a brand that Al and I created to give back to the incredible indie author community. It's designed to be a space where writers can chat, hang out, and generally just be. The world needs more books, specifically it needs your books. We want to help make that happen. I'm Meg, a romance author. And I'm Elle, a contemporary romance author. Today, we are talking about dealing with your inner critic. Yep. Because, yep, that critic comes up and it becomes a problem real fast. So, you know. It's so true. My inner critic is so hard on my work. Well, like, I mean, you you beta read um, my work, you know, like, yeah, so like you're on <laughs> you're on the document. You see the comments. I leave myself <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I I'm do. Like, this is garbage fix, you know, like nothing, nothing constructive at all which is is always so interesting because when you think about it like whenever you or I go through each other's books like we would never leave this is garbage change this you know it's it's always so much unless you spelled the word garbage wrong (laughs) in which case I would say this is garbage g-a-r-b-a-g-e I hope I spelled that right that would be embarrassing (laughs) can you imagine if you didn't I know somebody's gonna slide in my DMs and be like, uh, season three, episode two, you spell garbage wrong. I am not gonna buy any of your books because now I assume they're all garbage. <laughs> oh my goodness. Garbage. And I don't know. It just it really makes me pause to think sometimes because they like, I don't know. it's funny, I have a traditionally published author in in my life and and I was saying to her one day, I was like, oh, gosh, like, my inner critic is the worst. And she was like, oh, she's like, my inner critic is so nice to me. It's my editor that's not nice. And I was like, how do I get to that point? Like, how do I get there? How do I get to a point where someone else is harder on my work than me? You find an editor who is paid to be mean to you. And then you realize, well, I have to be nice to myself. Otherwise, <laughs> I'm just going to cry all the time. Oh, that, that's the trick. Yeah, I think it's all in the finding an editor that's mean, you know. (laughs) Got it, got it. The ones that are like, hey, this could be better, or the pacing is slow here. No, I don't want that. I I now want, you know, do you even know how to write? (laughs) Just want someone to yell at me and tell me I'm a piece of crap. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. That's not healthy. That is not healthy at all. That's a box I don't want to open. Yeah, yeah, I think that's best. This I is kind of like last year when I bought that Krampus romance book. <laughs> Listen. Do you actually have it? I do have it. Yeah. Listen. Have you read it? I did read it. Yes. Listen. Can anyway, you, we'll talk about like that an off, This is an off podcast thing, but I'm just going to need to know everything. Yeah. We'll talk about it later. It's- <laughs> Listen. Listen, though, like, I'm all for, like, a well-written book, you know, like, especially books where you're like, hey, wait a second, what am I reading? Like, Elle and I both read The Ice Planet Barbarians. And that's exactly the thought I 
had the whole yeah. time. I'm like, this is the weirdest book. Why do I like it so much? And now here I am. I've got five books and a six book on pre-order. Like what happened? Yeah. <laughs> and if you sit down and you think about it, you know, like we're both very fond of the uh, fairy beauty and the beast retelling, you know, yeah. Yeah, a yeah. lot of people are. Yeah, it's a court of thorn and roses. If you're behind the curve, I was wondering. I was like, is there a <laughs> yeah. reason that we're not saying the name? <laughs> no, no, it's just I'm just breaking it down for what it is, so that people are like, oh wow, you know. Yeah. Just say we're we're brilliant. <laughs> it's like that that trend that's like share your book badly, like explain uh, your book badly. Yeah, yeah, that's so hard. Yeah, I never know what to say yeah i did it on wattpad years ago for the miranda rights and i was like i don't even remember (laughs) you know like oh but anyway you know you want to get into it people are tired of hearing us talk about krampus (laughs) is a thing i mean anyway starting for me but we'll wait till later (laughs) yeah 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 Okay, I'm going to say something that I feel like sometimes we are just ashamed to admit, but we all likely have conversations with ourselves. There's nothing wrong with that as long as, you know, those conversations are helping you reach your goals and they're not like red flag conversations. But when you think about it, okay, if you keep saying to yourself, man, my book is never going to sell. I'll only get one star reviews and I will have to quit writing and live under a rock. You know, you're probably not going to finish your book and you're probably not going to publish it. There's actually a quote I really like that is, it says, a negative mindset will never produce positive results. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's very important for this episode. Yeah, agreed. And I mean, your thoughts greatly influence how you feel and behave and negative talk can become self-destructive. Telling yourself that you'll never be successful or that you aren't as good as other people will reduce your feelings of self-worth and deter you from getting your book out there. It's almost as if it's abuse. Hmm. Ooh. You wouldn't talk to your partner or your best friend that way. Why do you talk to yourself that way? Remember how we watched that reel? (laughs) We were told to list three people that we loved and we did not pick ourselves. I think that reel is is actually very important to to give to everybody because like you're you should always love yourself. Yeah, absolutely. And when somebody asks you who are your top three favorite writers, why are you not on that list? Yeah. Oh, I never put myself on the list. Oh, man. Exactly. And you thoughts here today. You spend 365 days a year with that writer. You can't put them on the list. Come on. It's true. And if you're not spending 365, please turn this podcast (laughs) back three minutes to when I was talking about conversations with yourself (laughs) and maybe find help. Anyway, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. We're laughing. But don't feel like you're alone if you find yourself spiraling into negativity. The vast majority of people out there experience self-doubt and harsher self-reflection. 
So let's get on to some tips that will help you tame your inner critic. All right. Well, to start with, be aware of your thoughts. Mm -hmm. We get so used to hearing our own narration that it's easy to become oblivious to the messages that we're sending ourselves. So pay attention to what you're thinking about and recognize that just because you think something doesn't necessarily mean that it's true. Right. Ruminating. Is that that word? I'm American. We don't use fancy, fancy words. (laughs) Okay. Sorry. My bad. (laughs) Also, stop ruminating. When you make a mistake that is caught by other people in your writing, or you've had a bad day where you didn't get any work done, or there was less than a less than pleasant review left on your Amazon, you might be tempted to replay it over and over again. But repeatedly reminding yourself of it is only going to make you feel worse it's like picking a scab like no wonder it's not healing right it's not going to spur you into productivity or into any sort of lesson that you might learn you know so the best thing you can do is just move forward from it yes all of those things suck but you can't dwell in it and honestly some of them are just your right as a writer okay (laughs) You have to keep pushing forward, which again is, you know, easier said than done. I feel like I say that all the time, but (laughs) find something to help take your mind off of it. Hit that reset button and start again. Ask yourself, what advice would you give a friend? If a friend expressed feelings of self-doubt, hopefully wouldn't say, you can't ever do anything right, or you're so stupid, no one likes your books. Yet we're so often quick to say those things to ourselves. Mm -hmm. Instead, you'd be more likely to offer a friend compassionate words of encouragement, like look at all the awards you've gotten for your books, or remember that review where the reader said that your book made them laugh during a hard time in their life. You have so much to offer. So treat yourself like you would treat a friend. And if you have to fake it till you make it, when your bestie has her I'm not working, so I'm not useful phase. And you say nice, encouraging things to her. Just write them down in generic, no-name sentences. And then read them back to yourself when you're feeling sad. (laughs) (laughs) What, you do? No. (laughs) Because I'm the problem. It's me. Oh, poor Taylor Swift. All right. But, guys, (laughs) examine the evidence. Learn to recognize when your critical thoughts are exaggeratedly negative. If you think, I'm never going to be able to sell a book, examine the evidence that supports and refutes this prediction. Sometimes it's helpful to write it down. Draw a line down the middle of a piece of paper. On one side, list all the evidence that supports your thought. Hey, I'm garbage. No one will buy this. And on the other, write down all the evidence that is contrary to that looking at evidence on both sides of the argument can help you look at a situation more rationally and less emotionally and you should probably burn this piece of paper when you're done with it (laughs) replace overly critical thoughts with more accurate statements instead of saying i suck at descriptions and i'll never be able to describe a scene like dan frown replace that with Sometimes my descriptions are lacking, but I write really strong dialogue. And to add to that, 
Dan Brown does descriptions this well. I should mirror his skill by doing this. Don't mm-hmm. copy Dan Brown's work, but you know, yeah, think about what draws you to the description in the first place. Is it mm-hmm. the lyrical type of word he's using, or is it the structure or the to the point, you know? So, and if that's something you enjoy and you're into it, see how it works in your voice. Next advice would be uh, consider what would happen if you didn't put your work out there or you stopped writing altogether my guess is it probably wouldn't feel so great as most of us are here writing because writing is our passion you know it makes us feel good more times than not and my experience it's not necessarily the act of writing that's the problem it's the worry of others reactions to our writing so try taking things one step at a time mm-hmm. So balance acceptance with self-improvement. There's a difference between always telling yourself that you're not good enough and reminding yourself that you can work to become better. Accept your flaws for what they are today, but resign to do the work on the issues you want to address. Although it sounds counterintuitive, you can do both at the same time. And remember, no one is a perfect writer. Even big names still make errors and get huge amounts of work back from their editors. Yeah, so be kind to yourself. They also get one-star reviews. Sometimes I like to read them. Yeah, that's actually... And myself feel better. It's so true. That's actually, like, if you're ever feeling down about your work, just go look at your favorite books, like, Mm -hmm. big-name authors, and look at their one-star reviews or look at a book that you read that you love. Sometimes I do that. I I really love a book, and I read the one-star reviews because I'm like, why didn't people like this? I loved it, you know? Well, I'll say there is one. I read uh, Normal People by Sally Rooney this year, okay? Mm -hmm. It has been a long time since I felt so pivotally moved by a book and I was so attached to a character in that book. You know, like I just was so blown away by it. And all over Bookstagram, you have people who either love the book or they hate the book. And there's no in between. You go to Goodreads, it has like a 3.2 score. And I'm like, how? You know, how? They made a Hulu series about it. How? You know? But yeah, okay. So just remember that stuff happens. It doesn't mean you're garbage. And even if you are garbage, your garbage can, not garbage cannot. Woo! Yes. Okay. Guys, your inner dialogue plays a role in your success. So make sure it is working for you and not against you. I think this is a really good place to take a break. When we get back, we can talk about the power of positive thinking. I love that. Are you thinking about starting a podcast? Then you need Anchor. That's the app we use. Anchor is a podcasting platform that gives you the power to create content on your terms. The best part, it's free. So what are you waiting for? Start recording your show today. Welcome back to So You Wanna, a show for writers by writers. Before the break, we reviewed how to tame your critic, and now we are going to chat about the power of positive thinking. I was making faces at Elle. That's why she's laughing. (laughs) Guys, being a writer can be incredibly stressful at times. Deadlines. Missing those deadlines because something comes up. 
managing your marketing, not feeling like your marketing is having an actual effect. You know, it's just stressful. So it's no wonder that you see authors burning out left and right over the thing they're so passionate about. With all that, how can you think positively through it? I mean, as always, we have a list. (laughs) Yay! (laughs) So, guys, grow where you are planted. Make the most of where you are. We all have struggles as writers, and we all grow from those struggles. This community is a great way to help positively build your skills, you know, with the assistance of a lot of authors with different sets of talents and knowledge and experience who are all just happy to help. Don't get discouraged. Two, air is human, so don't be hard on yourself. Uh, We already went over how about taming our inner critic um, is important to being able to think positively. Also, making mistakes or having errors and plot holes doesn't mean your book is garbage and must go. It's a chance to learn and improve. The more you see the errors and the more you make those errors, the faster you'll be to catch them as you write more books. And it's okay to ask for help. You're not going to know everything. And again, that's okay. So reaching out for help, asking for, you know, connecting with other authors is really important. Remember, we're not each other's competition and a candle loses nothing lighting another candle. Exactly. And don't let other successes define you. It often feels like sales and reads are what define us as writers. So to see someone else having more than you, it can be really hard, you know, because then your brain gets to what are they doing that I'm not and Mm -hmm. it can make you feel like you want to give up. Don't give up. Staying positive can help improve your focus by not dwelling on negative or discouraging thoughts. Instead, it helps you keep an eye on your goals and reminds you why you're writing in the first place. And I think that's so important. Whenever I think about my books and my writing, I set my own goals of what success looks like to me. Mm -hmm. And as long as I'm reaching those goals that define my personal success, that helps me feel good about my writing. Exactly. And remember, like, writers who are crazy successful were where you were at before, you know? Mm -hmm. So it takes time and it takes endurance. Speaking of time, guys, manage it wisely. Once it's gone, it's gone. And there is no getting it back. So to make matters more complicated, you probably have a life outside of writing. Maybe you're a student or a full-time worker or a parent or some kind of crazy combination of all of those things. The point is, you'll likely have a very full schedule outside of this craft. The key here is balance. Finding the balance to be able to do everything while meeting your personal goals. Maybe that means slowing down and giving yourself more time before publishing dates. Maybe that means there's only certain times of the week that you allow yourself to devote to writing so that you can give it the focus it deserves. The idea is to avoid stressing yourself by staying organized. And finally, be patient. There are so many things in writing you have to be patient about. Patient with writing the first draft. It's not going to happen overnight. Patient while going through edits. Patience while waiting for reads, sales, reviews. 
patience with going big, you know, Mm -hmm. so many things. And sometimes that patience can be hard because you see others around you doing so well and you feel like you're failing. Remember that everyone is in a different place in their journey and you're in your place. Enjoy where you are and keep moving forward. And not to be that guy and add another quote here, but comparison is the thief of joy. So be happy for what you've done. Be amazed that you took that first step to even start writing. That's such a big deal. And remember how horrified and scared you were before you took that step. And look at where you're at. Thinking positively, even in the hardest moments as a writer, is so important. It's one of the best gifts that you can give yourself. And the one thing that will likely quiet that inner critic telling you that you can't do it or that your book is trash. And remind yourself why you're doing this, why writing is so important, and remember that hard work and dedication pay off. And I think that is it for today. Yeah, I think so. It was a good episode, though. There's always a good episode. Yeah, I really like it. Uh, As a reminder, I'm Elle. I am a contemporary romance author. Um, As I said, I have my debut steamy Strangers to Lovers romance, Kalorglin, available on Amazon. If you follow me on Instagram, which why are you not? Uh, it's at lmeredith.writes and you can head into my website. You can get my book. You can follow me on TikTok, Goodreads, all over the place. Uh, wherever you like to hang out on social media, you can probably find me there. She is this animated on her social media as she is on the show, guys. It doesn't get any better. I'm sorry. That's why they're not following you. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's too much. <laughs> guys, if she's L, that makes me Meg. Uh, I also have novels on Amazon that you can read. They're on Kindle Unlimited. You can buy the paperback in both of them, the hardback in one of them, the Miranda Rights. Um, but I have The Holiday Affair. It's a rom-com contemporary. Um, fake engagement, pop star, you know, friends to lovers. It's It's funny. It's Hallmark. Make it dark. Um, that's called The Holiday Affair. And then I have uh, book one of the Miranda Rights out that is called Night Shift. It is a werewolf love triangle, um, you know, with a pretty traumatized main character. Let's just call her what she is, um, you know. Uh, and yeah, the both of those are available. And the Miranda Rights comes in both paperback and hardback. So... I think that's it. I am on social media too, but I am mostly on Instagram. Uh, Come back (laughs) next time. Elle's just (laughs) scowling at me. Uh, Come back next time. We're going to be talking about memoirs. Same time, same place. We want to see you there. So.